You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. If you want more than mediocre, you cannot cut corners, slack off, or bring anything less than a wholehearted commitment to being a leader that they can follow. And if you can bring this type of committed, wholehearted leadership to people who do need the job, they will love you all the more for it. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I mentioned in the last episode the workshops that Millie Welsh of Zebra Love Web Solutions is doing. And she's doing these workshops to help small business owners get savvy in the digital marketing space. She takes the overwhelm out of technology and software and is saving business owners thousands of dollars by teaching them some skills they would otherwise have to hire for. She has a really great style. She's easygoing. Yes, she's very very savvy and knowledgeable about technology, but she's light and she's fun. And so if you were to attend any of her workshops, I can guarantee you, you will laugh, you will have a good time, you will walk away learning a lot. And coming up in the next few months, she and her team will be teaching how to get the most out of Google Analytics and SEO strategies that work. If this sounds like something you need, you can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash zebra workshops to find out more and register for the upcoming events. And that link again is womentakingthelead.com forward slash zebra workshops. And you can find the link in the post that accompanies this episode as well. And I also realize as I'm saying the link, it may seem like I'm getting a kickback if you register from her. That is not the case. I created that link just to make it easy for you to make it to the exact page on her website. So know that I'm not getting anything for this other than supporting Millie, who is a sponsor of this podcast and just an amazing human being overall. Today, I'm continuing the conversation I started in the last episode on the various levels of leadership as related to the workplace. This is such an important topic because there are nuances to leadership that you may not be aware of and continuous growth and improvement are required if you want to make it the impact you dream about. Your awareness of the different levels of leadership and what's required at each level will affect your ability to get promoted and your ability to be successful after you've been promoted. Sometimes I see people six months to a year after they've been promoted and it's not pretty. Like they're glad they were promoted because it's gratifying and fulfilling and it was a goal of theirs, but they're suffering at that level because they just don't know um, the mindsets and the skills that needed to be developed for them to function well at that level. And I was promoted five times within six years, and I learned a lot about how and what I needed to develop within myself. And some of it was baptism by fire, like these other people I'm telling you about, because of the pace I was promoted at. It pains me to see others struggle, unaware that if they took a different approach to their role as a leader, they would get much better results. They would experience less frustration, and they wouldn't have to work so hard to get those results. 
And I've heard too many of you reporting struggles that were due to not knowing how you needed to shift your leadership as you rose through the ranks. In the last episode, we talked about the entry-level leader or individual contributor, and also the frontline people leader. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, go back and listen to the episode titled, How to Reach New Levels of Leadership. In this episode, I'm going to talk about another two levels of leadership, leading other leaders and leading volunteers. Now, there is the next level of leadership, which is leading multiple teams and managing people leaders. At this level of leadership, you are dealing with a lot of moving parts. You will have teams that will have different dynamics, functions, goals, and motivations, and you'll need to be adaptable to meet and support them all. This level of leadership requires a greater ability to be organized and communicate well. In addition to these skills, you need more presence and a greater ability to influence. Your listening skills and self-awareness will have you stand out from your peers, so find ways to continue to get to know yourself and others better. When someone is talking to you, ignore the chatter in your head and focus on truly understanding what the other person is trying to communicate and why they are communicating the information in the way they are communicating it. It's a lot, but it's definitely a skill that you can develop and it gets easier and more enjoyable the more you practice it. At this level of leadership, you are more of a decision maker, so your time is going to be spent differently. You are going to be spending more time reading, having pre-meeting discussions to prepare for meetings. You're going to spend more time in meetings making decisions and then following up on the commitments you and others made during the meeting. Yes, it can't be denied. To a great extent, your work life will revolve around what happened in a meeting. You will also stand out from your peers if you are prepared for the meetings you attend and if the meetings you are responsible for running are highly productive and start and end on time. You are also likely running meetings that are attended by people who don't report directly to you. You have to be able to create an environment where everyone feels comfortable sharing their ideas while also knowing when it's time to rein in a dominant personality or shift the conversation to the next topic, all while leaving people feeling heard and respected. It's a merry dance. Don't expect to be good at it right away. You'll get better with feedback in time. So listen to the feedback and give yourself some time. Greater communication, organization, and setting expectations are your keys to success. In terms of communication, mix it up. It's important to know when it's best to communicate in person, via email or messaging, by phone, etc. If you are working with remote employees, your options are more limited, but this does not need to be a stumbling block. Video calls and conferencing, while it doesn't replace completely replace the in-person meeting, it goes a long way to creating personal connections and a team environment. You also want to be aware of how your people want to be communicated with. Some people respond more quickly to a text message. Um, Some people don't appreciate you showing up in their cubicle or their workspace unannounced and uninvited. You know, so get a feel for what's the best way to communicate based on the person or people you're communicating with and the need at hand. As for expectations, the more explicit they are, the better. 
More often than not, people disappoint us because they had a different understanding of what was expected than we did. No one sets out to fail. So if someone didn't do what you expected, take a look at your own communication of those expectations and find out what the other person understood the expectations to be before you assume they underperformed in their role. Clearly designed and communicated expectations sets up your team for success. Help them to succeed. I didn't mention this previously, but at each level, you also want to have an eye on where improvements can be made, where you and your team can solve problems that not only impact the area you're responsible for, but also other parts of the organization as well. Creating efficiencies is what gives an organization the bandwidth to grow, and you want to be a part of that. At this level, the more, I'm putting in air quotes, global your awareness is, the more you will stand out among your peers. If it isn't obvious yet, let me point out that with each new level of leadership you attain, there is less doing and more being required. Your skills need to be less technical and more inspirational and motivational. When you are leading more than one area, you are leading leaders. There is a certain element of technical skill they need to understand to do their job, such as reporting, management requirements, etc. There is also a greater element of guiding these leaders to develop other leaders who will come after them. You do not directly impact their team any longer, but your indirect impact carries no less weight or responsibility. The time you invest in this leader will impact who they are as a leader for their own team or teams. While you cannot directly control the experience of all the people who work within your area, your own leadership has a more powerful ripple effect on the people in the organization as a whole, and it's something to always keep top of mind. You also need to know that the closer you are to the top of the leadership ladder, the more closely you are watched and listened to. I don't mean to make you feel pressured or neurotic about this. It's just important to know that the closer you are to the top of an organization, the more people look to you for how they should be feeling, thinking, and behaving. This is why it's so important for leaders to remain calm during chaotic periods. If you look nervous or stressed, everyone will panic. If you stay calm, they are more likely to stay calm. They are following your lead, hence why you have a leadership role. And now I'm going to take a moment to talk about my other extraordinary sponsor, Text Expander, because as mentioned, you will need to master at any level of leadership, time management, and creating more bandwidth by being more efficient. And Text Expander can help you do that. Text Expander 6.5 for Mac OS and 2.0 for Windows sports a new visual editor for snippets. The new editor makes it easier to see and edit snippet fill-ins, dates, date math, nested snippets, and more. You can insert words, phrases, forms, templates, and more with just a couple key clicks in everywhere you type across devices. Take control of your time and productivity by letting Text Expander handle your repetitive typing tasks. And, and if you love telling everyone about Text Expander and the benefits you're gaining from it, join Text Expander's affiliate program to earn a little extra. 
You can visit textexpander.com forward slash podcast to learn more about Text Expander. So again, go to textexpander.com forward slash podcast and select Women Taking the Lead from the dropdown list, and you'll receive 20% off your first year. The next level of leadership is almost out of the workplace. It could be within, but in my experience, it was out of the workplace. So we're kind of going off-roading here a little bit, but this is a whole other level of leadership like no other. And it's leading volunteers. So this other level of leadership, I didn't experience until after leaving my corporate job, though some of you working in organizations may have experienced this in the past or experiencing, you're experiencing it as a part of your role. Volunteers are not motivated by job security, a paycheck, or a performance review. If you want real-life feedback on how skilled you are as a leader, sign up to lead volunteers. My first experience of this was when I took on an officer's position in my BNI chapter. And BNI stands for Business Networking International. And as the name implies, it's a professional networking organization with chapters all over the world. With a couple of exceptions, nearly everyone in my chapter was a business owner. They paid to be a part of the chapter, right? They weren't getting paid to be there. They were there could be financial benefits to joining, but they they were not getting paid. And without, and they joined without a 100% guarantee that they would make any money from their membership. And for the chapter to function well, it required many members to volunteer extra time and effort to the running of the chapter. In this episode and the last, I've provided a list of skills required to be a good leader. I will tell you, my time as an officer and BNI honed all of these skills to a greater level even though I had already achieved the executive level in corporate. When you want a high performance from volunteers, you must get to know them as people. They have to know you care, and they have to sense your commitment to them and the group at large. They have to feel heard and supported. You have to call on their leadership abilities, commitment, and integrity to see the job through. If you want a high-performing team of volunteers, they have to see you knocking your role out of the park. You must align each individual team member's values, goals, and work ethic to the volunteer work they are doing. You'll be surprised by this, but when people don't do what they say they're going to do, it's because they found a justification to break their word. And it's too easy for a volunteer to say something along the lines of, well, I'm not getting paid for this. You know, this can't be my first priority. That's what you'll often hear people say as to why they can't do the job they signed up to do. As the leader of a volunteer team, if you want more than mediocre, you cannot cut corners, slack off, or bring anything less than a wholehearted commitment to being a leader that they can follow. And if you can bring this type of committed, wholehearted leadership to people who do need the job, they will love you all the more for it. 
If you're interested in having greater self-awareness in regard to your current leadership abilities and to gaining the tips, tools, and perspectives that will help you to make a dramatic leap in your development as a leader, you will be interested in taking the Energy Leadership Assessment. This attitudinal assessment captures how you perceive yourself, the people around you, and the world at large. It is these very things that influence your ability to lead yourself and others to success. What we believe determines what we perceive, how we think and feel about what we're perceiving, and then naturally determines the action or inaction we take as a result. This tool will help you to identify why you deal with the same issues over and over again in different areas of your life, why you sometimes feel tired in the morning or can't seem to engage in what's in front of you, and how to get back to consistently being who you really are, confident, capable, and ready to make a difference. Find out more about the Energy Leadership Assessment at womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment. Okay, I hope these episodes on the different levels of leadership were of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me and here's to your success.